surprising with compliments. I am shit at giving compliments. Man, me too. I feel like he compliments me all day. Yes. <laughs> like, I walked out today, and he was like, damn, you look good. I was like, do I? <laughs> do I look good? But, like, it doesn't come naturally to me to be like, no. you look really good today. I am the exact same way. And, he, like, my ex is the same way. He always talks so highly of me and, like, would always say the nicest things. And, like, you know, he would always be like, oh, you you look beautiful today. Or, like, damn. Yeah, like you just said, like, you look good yeah. today. And I realized recently that I never really complimented him in the same way. Doesn't mean I don't feel those things Absolutely. for him. It's just not ver- It's not vocalized. No, I just was not good at giving those compliments. I was nope. not good at being like, damn. I do not give compliments. <laughs> I don't even know how. I feel uncomfortable. Same. Sometimes I feel uncomfortable receiving it too, though. Yeah, I agree. Me too. But, like, I know sometimes he struggles with, like, self-esteem, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, so I try to be aware of, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, you look really nice today. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you look really handsome today. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come natural doesn't to come, me, but yeah. it doesn't mean I don't feel that way. Obviously, I think he looks, like, yes. handsome all the time. Exactly. It's just not natural for me to be like, you look good, dude. We agree there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's just do this. My name is Raylene. My name is Hallie. We're wifeology. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We're finally doing... Our love language episode. We've been talking about this since the beginning. I think this is one of the first topics we ever wrote down to talk about. Literally. In, like, in November. Yeah, we started December. this in December. And it's now April. You know. <laughs> good things take time. <laughs> but, yeah. Where we want to talk about love languages. And we finished off our last episode on that note. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So, if you listen to our <laughs> last episode, which was contradicting love advice, um, the last piece of contradicting love advice was do you tell someone how to love you based on your love language or are people just supposed to assume mm-hmm. that they, or you're just yeah, yeah. best friend may came in there really quick real with clutch that. yeah thanks meg <laughs> we really she had like good timing so yeah. yeah that if you listen to haven't listened to that episode go ahead and listen we have her little voice note in there but yeah love languages is huge and i think a lot of people don't know about no. them Truly, the reason why it took us so long to do this is because when you go onto the actual love language, like, the five love language site, the quiz is so intense. And, like, it's daunting to even want to try and, like, sit down and do that. But we both wanted to do our quiz so Mm -hmm. that we knew what our love language was or to confirm Mm -hmm. that we already knew what our Mm -hmm. love language was. Um, Before I left my last relationship, we were using the Love Nudge app. This is not sponsored. (laughs) Like, but I'm... Like, I really did love the app and using it. It's called Love Nudge, and it's by the creators of the five like love, five mm-hmm. love languages, and it really condenses that stupid quiz into, like, 30 questions, really easy to answer. What's cool about the app is that you can send your partner, like, a, a code, and then you both have your own separate apps on your phones, and you connect, and you can see your, your partner's love languages, yeah. and you can compare, like, your percentages. And actually, in the app, it also has the option for you to, like... um like, have a little chat, or every day wants you to, like, fill up what, like, your love tank is, so, like, how you're feeling for the day. Yeah. So, if, like, we used to use it, and I would notice that he was only at 20% that day, I would message him and be like, you know, what's up? up? Like, why don't you feel love today? What could I do? And then there's also a section where you can have, like, goals, so you can create goals, and you can see, like, you can make goals based on, like, their love languages. So, if their lo- top love language was touch, you can go to, the, like, the goals and it gives you ideas for all oh, of these cool. things. So, you can say, I want to cuddle on couch because that's going to show them love. Mm-hmm. 
you like click on it and you, you put yourself a reminder. Like how often do you want to cool. remind yourself to do that? Because as hard as it can be, sometimes you need to remind yourself to do those things for your for partner. them, yeah. Otherwise, you just get into your routine and you forget how to love them properly. Yeah, that's true. So I never had this app before, but Hallie told me to download it, so <laughs> I did. I asked my husband to put it on his phone so that we could love nudge each other, and he said no, but he did do the quiz, so I have his results for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny how different, how many different love languages there are. Mm-hmm. I also think it's funny how many people don't realize that there's way, there's different ways mm-hmm. to give love and receive, and how you give love may not be the same as how you receive love. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, No. We'll get there. It may not be, like, the same love language for both, for giving and receiving. So, it's kind of bizarre that for, I'm sure, many years, people didn't even really know that there was so many different love languages. Do you think our parents' generation thought about that? No. (laughs) No. Not a chance. Like, they just thought, like, getting your wife flowers was what you're supposed to be. Yeah. For example, my mother, my mom is not a gifts person. Yeah. She does, it's like, my dad, I think I've said it before, would get her flowers for Valentine's Day and she'd be like, why are you doing that? Yeah. That's because her love language is not that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they didn't... It'd be funny to see what our parents' results yeah. are. Yeah. And I, th- I wonder if they all think that we're, like, batshit crazy because we're all, like, so, like, I need to know my love language. I need yeah. to be in tune with my emotions. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder if they all think that we're, like... Probably. Losing our minds. Because it's not something that they grew up on. No. But we have... And we're here. And we're ready. <laughs> we're self To dive into this. <laughs> okay, let's start with... Okay, the five. I was gonna say, first of all, there's five love languages, mm-hmm. if you don't know. So, I can read the little overview. So, on the app, um, it says that there's an overview. It says, lasting relationships, like anything worthwhile, take intentional commitment over time. But when you're just on, when you're just not on the same page, keeping your love alive can feel intimidating or even impossible. So, this is based on a book. It says, in his number one New York Times bestseller, blah, 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 five love, love languages presents a simple truth. Relationships grow better when we understand each other. Everyone gives and receives love differently, but with a little insight into these differences, we can be confidently equipped to communicate love well. Mm-hmm. Do you disagree Fair. with anything in that? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it can definitely feel intimidating. It, like, think about, I know neither of us have been married for a long time, but, like, think about five years down the road, can, like they like said, keeping that love alive. Do you mm-hmm. think that could feel intimidating? Probably. Yeah. But if you understand maybe where your love comes from, it might be easier. Yep. Probably. Because if you continue to give those flowers every year and they're not appreciating them, you're going to think that you're not appreciated. Right. But maybe if you were just take a step to understand, like, that's not how they receive right. love. It's not, like, Then you're not letting yourself die. Right. It's not, like, intentionally mm-hmm. meant to hurt you. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with all of those. So, there are five, which is physical touch, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I did the quiz. I think we were, I already knew mine, but I just did the quiz to confirm. And um, so, you it basically asks you 30 questions. You answer them based on which you would prefer. So it gives you a this or that kind of question. Um, So my top love language coming in at a high 40% is acts of service. I'm not Mm. surprised. I already kind of knew this. I just wanted to confirm and I wanted to see where the others fell, like what 
percentage the others fell into. Mm -hmm. So for acts of service, it says, can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most want to hear, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tells speakers of this language that their feelings don't matter. Finding ways to serve speaks volumes to the recipient of these acts. Facts. Hmm. I think I've known this for a while. Also, I'm, um, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> she needs to write down her point. <laughs> okay. I think I've always known this, but I think also this is how I grew up. And mm-hmm. what I want to remember to talk about is that are your love languages stemmed from your childhood? Okay. So mm-hmm. bring me back there when I forget. Okay? okay. So acts of service. For me, if somebody does something for me, I would much rather that than somebody buy me flowers. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate flowers. Mm -hmm. To show me that, you know, to feed that love language Mm -hmm. is like cleaning up Mm -hmm. or, you know, running an errand for me if I can't Mm -hmm. or um, doing the dishes or getting dinner started, Mm -hmm. all those things. Like, it took a while, I think, for my husband to learn that Mm -hmm. that was my love language. And truthfully, I didn't even really know to express that that was a love language. I just yeah. knew that I appreciated that. Because like Meg said, like in Meg's voice note from our last episode, she said, do we just expect our partners to know that? In a way, we always, we do kind of expect, yeah. like, why don't you just do this? This is what I want. But we think... I mean, it's unrealistic. Yeah, they don't know that until you say, you know what, like, I really appreciate when you do this. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't just be like, well, why didn't you clean the dishes? Right. And so <laughs> I think it's important to know that... That there is a love language feeding that. Because mm-hmm. if not, you're going to set yourself up for disappointment time mm-hmm. and time again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you know, communication's key, they say. Mm-hmm. Communicating how you want to be loved, I think, mm-hmm. is key. Yeah, because you can't just expect someone to, like, read your mind. Right. <laughs> um, I'll talk about mine. So, mine are all actually fairly even. <laughs> um, I don't have one that's, like, predominantly more. So, yours was, like, 40%. Yeah. My highest one is 23. Yeah. So, all of mine are very, Pretty very even. even. Like, three of them actually all came in at 20%, meaning, like, three of wow. them are dead even. So, my top one actually surprised me, because I don't think I'm like this, but maybe I am and I don't realize it, was physical touch at 23%. I didn't expect mm. that from me at all, but I'll read it. It says, this language isn't about, isn't all about the bedroom. A person whose primary language is physical touch is, not surprisingly, very touchy, which I don't find myself to be, but when I think about my past relationship with my ex-fiance, that was very much how we communicated. Like, mm-hmm. I just loved to cuddle up with him, and we, like, I wanted to hold his hand in the car. You know, that's how I was. Yeah. I was touchy with him, and it's funny because with my long relationship of eight years, I wanted him to never touch me. But in the beginning... Mm, a little I was really young yeah but I know for like the last little bit I like I didn't like PDA I didn't want you to touch me in public I think that also comes at age in that with that age yeah um anyway it says hugs pats on the back holding hands and thoughtful touches on the arm shoulder face they can always show excitement concern care love physical presence and accessibility are crucial while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive Physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in any relationship. And basically, because I said in the beginning that me and my ex used this app together, right. I have his percentages next to mine because in the app we had ours connected. Okay. His also came in at 23%. Interesting. We had the exact same percentage, although he had higher ones than that. Hmm. Interesting. So that is one, I guess, area that we did definitely agree see on. See eye to eye? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know how in our last episode – 
Mm-hmm. Contradiction love advice. Mm-hmm. We said opposites track mm-hmm. to attract. So this is my rank. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my rank. So acts of service is 40%. Okay. Quality time is 27. Okay. Words of affirmation is 20. Okay. Receiving gifts is seven. Mm-hmm. And physical touch is seven. <laughs> Let me read you my husband's. Physical touch, 23. <laughs> Same as me. Quality time, 23. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation, 23. <laughs> Acts of service, 20. Mm-hmm. And receiving gifts, 10. So mm-hmm. his top one is your least. Is my least. And my top... Wait. His top one is my least. And my top one is his second last. Wow. So we we have to work hard, hard mm-hmm. to make sure that we both feed into each other's love language before we even did this quiz to know that mm-hmm. because I'm not a physical touch person at all mm-hmm. at all <laughs> I don't want to hold your hand I didn't even used to like to say the word cuddle let alone <laughs> like I just hated it I never I didn't want to be touched like that like I didn't I never wanted to just lay See, with somebody we were very much like that and like I wasn't like that with a ton of other people but me and him like we love like Cuddling was our favorite thing. Well, it makes sense if both of you, you know. And then with my husband, like, he could care less if, or couldn't care less if stuff was done around the house. Mm -hmm. That does not feed him his love in any way. So it took a lot to learn for Mm -hmm. us that I do love to be loved that way. So Mm -hmm. he'll do it even though he's like, I literally fucking hate this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And same thing. I know when he wants to, like, cuddle and he's in that lovey mood because he'll just look at me and I'm like, okay, like, let's cuddle. (laughs) Sometimes I do enjoy it, but, Mm -hmm. like, I know that he loves to be loved that way. And we have this thing called the couch hug. So if he's, like, really feeling down or I'm really feeling down, he's like, I want a couch hug or I'll say I want a couch hug. And really, it's just I stand on the couch so that I'm at the same level as him (laughs) because, like, I'm way shorter than him. But, like, it can give you, like, a good, like, you know, sometimes you just need that, like, tight Mm -hmm. hug and just be, like, feel that like worries and Mm -hmm. all that kind of release um so that's his favorite thing is a couch hug which i love even though i'm not like a touchy person person. yeah yeah i think leading to maybe how that happened in my childhood surprisingly my parents actually are not very touchy people Mm -hmm. we don't honestly like i never like cuddled with my parents or like you know like unless i was a child but like i guess okay we do I don't know if this is just a Portuguese thing, but we kiss each other, like, on the cheek before we leave the house. Yeah. That's or, even, touch. or even before bed. <laughs> like, my dad, if I'm sitting upstairs, my dad will always kiss me on the cheek and say goodnight. Yeah. And, like, before like, we leave the house, me and my sisters always, like, you know, would kiss my parents on the cheek. Okay, I'll see you later. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe that is. Hmm. I never really thought about it that way, but we don't, we're not, like, huggy people. Like, yeah. I don't come home and hug them. I don't hug my parents often. I think that's what people think of when they think of physical touch, mm-hmm. though. It's literally just that, mm-hmm. right? Like, you like to hold hands or hug or whatever when mm-hmm. maybe it's not necessarily that. But I've been talking about how I said to you in the car today, like, my family recently had a loss and mm-hmm. we had a funeral. And obviously, you want to touch people at funerals. You want to hug them. But, like, right. for my whole family, that was a really hard moment for us to not be able to touch each other, right? Like, some, and some people like you might be okay with mourning and not touching somebody. Oh, yeah. All of us in that room were dying to hug each yeah. other. Like, dying to hug each other. That's what we really, really wanted was just to be able to, like, squeeze each other. Right. So, you know what? Now, now reflecting on and yeah, talking out loud, I do understand. My, you were saying that your husband and you have exactly opposite, um, because I'm just going to feed off of what my 
ex had on his yeah. just com- for comparison we can kind of talk about maybe how that differed in our relationship looking back on it now no. that yeah. we're taking a step back um his number one with 30 percent for him was his highest it was quality time mm-hmm. mine was 20 percent, so not that far off yeah but i see now looking back on the relationship where i didn't feed into that because there was a lot of times where like i just wanted to sit on my phone or like i wanted to do my own thing or i you know, I wasn't necessarily paying attention to right. him. Right. And he really just wanted that quality time. So I'll read it. It says, Nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but but really being there. Like, the TV off, fork and knife down, all the chores and tasks on standby uh, makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities. He would be bothered if we went out for dinner and I was on my phone. Mm -hmm. For me, I was like, why can't? Like, I, you know, like, I just, it didn't bother me. But I see now why he was like, we're here together, or even, like, having dinner in our own house. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, Hallie, like, put it down. Like, why Why are we not? And my parents say it to me, too. I yeah. always bring my phone to the table. Yeah. Maybe it's just, like, because quality time is not at the top of my list. And, yeah, and like, that was just the other thing. Like, turning, we never turned the t- TV off. Like, tasks and chores being on standby. Like, for example, on a Sunday morning, I'd be like, we need to clean this house. And yeah. he was like, can we just sit on the couch and enjoy a Sunday morning? Yeah. So that's where we differed. Yeah. And I see that now looking back. And these are why you need to, like, understand. Like, you can't expect someone to understand. Even knowing, though, it still takes a lot of work. Yeah. For me to be like, okay, I guess I'm not going to clean right now. I guess we can just watch a movie on a Sunday morning. Yeah. That was hard for me. Like, (laughs) you know how I mentioned how my mind, like, races a million things? Mm -hmm. That's how I am even with doing stuff at home. Mm -hmm. As soon as I wake up, immediately I'm like, I have to think of all the things that I have to do. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that's how I love myself, too. Yeah, self-love languages is a thing, too. So, for me, when I'm able to just, like, put my music on and clean, Mm -hmm. that's great. Mm -hmm. I feel good. Mm -hmm. Right? So... That's a good point. Like, so you're saying quality time is also, like, good for yourself. By yourself. Yes. I think that might have been true for him as well. Because he also liked to just... He wanted quality time, even, like, by himself. And I sometimes would be like, what are you doing? Like, come cuddle with me. (laughs) So, quality time for both me and my husband is second. So, mine's 27% and his is 23%. And we both really love time by ourselves, Mm -hmm. but also we, what, what the definition there says is like uninterrupted time, but like Mm -hmm. oftentimes like we'll sit on the couch, but we'll both do our own thing. Mm -hmm. But to us, we're still like, we're spending time together and we feel like that feeds that enough. Okay. Yeah. You consider it quality time. And then it's not often that we'll like, like sometimes we'll go for a walk or we'll go for a drive and like we'll have like a meaningful conversation, but not that we don't have meaningful conversations <laughs> anyway, but like we really invest in that time of like no phones and nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But that is not high on our list of like mm-hmm. feeding to each other, mm-hmm. right? We're more like he spends time with himself mm-hmm. and I spend time with myself mm-hmm. and that's my, I think, like self-love language. Mm-hmm. So you get your love tank gets filled by yourself right. with that, In that specific, specific one. one. Yeah. So you said that your lowest one was receiving gifts? And physical touch, so about okay. 7%. So we always joke that my ex is exactly you, yeah. or like very similar to you, and that your husband is very similar to me. His was 7% as yeah. well for receiving gifts. And this makes a lot of sense to me because, and mine, this was the lowest for me, but it's still at 17%, so yeah. fairly still. even with the other ones. Yeah. But I always thought the receiving gifts was a little bit higher on my list because I I love to just, like, surprise him with... I loved to surprise things 
surprise him yeah, with things. Surprise yeah, surprise him with things. Like, I would go to the grocery store and as I'm getting groceries, I would specifically see something and like be like, oh, he would love this. And I would just like pick it up, like his favorite ginger ale yeah. or his favorite chips, you know? Yep. And if he did the groceries, he never did those did things for me. And I was always like, well, I do these things for you. Like, why don't you ever bring me home flowers yeah. like you used to? Like those, I know that you know that the flowers yeah. is a big thing because in the beginning of our relationship, he always would buy me flowers. Every weekend I would have flowers. And for me, that was, like, a really, like, I loved it. That was my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I I talked so highly of that part of it. I don't think he realized he was feeding into that love language as deeply as he was. Yep. And when it stopped, that hurt. Right. Right? So, the receiving gifts one says, don't mistake this love language for materialism. Um, The receiver of gifts thrives on the love thoughtful. For me, Mm -hmm. it was being thoughtful. Mm -hmm. You thought of me, even if it was like my favorite chocolate bar at the gas station, you know, like it doesn't have to be something you buy. It could be leaving me a note on the bed, you know, if you left for work earlier. Those are like the little things for me that was like big. It's saying um, the effort behind the gift. So like the thought behind the gift, the effort behind the gift. If you speak this love language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known or cared for and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday, anniversary, or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures. Gifts and visual representations of love are treasured greatly. So this is really big for me. I keep all those. So like I have a box of like cards not cards but like oh yeah she only has a communion card yeah (laughs) um i have a box of just like things that i've collected over our time together and i did that with other boyfriends too i didn't keep those but like in that box no there's not cards there's (laughs) there's little notes that he would he would leave me like um the one time when we lived with my parents he brought me home pizza and he wasn't gonna be home but he left a little note saying this is for hallie i love you whatever yeah for me that stuff sticks in my head i don't know why and like which is funny too. that that's not higher on your list. It, I know. Uh, maybe maybe I need to retake the quiz. <laughs> but, like, I, for me, I always thought receiving gifts was really high on my list. And it's not to be materialistic. It's, no. That's not what I'm right. saying. But for me, just the thought of, like, you thought of me in your crazy day and you wanted to bring this token of your love yeah. back to me. So, it's funny and, like, I'd be curious to see if there's a quiz of how you give love, like, your love language for giving, because mm-hmm. sometimes they rank different than your love language yeah. in receiving, because I know exactly what you mean. So, my husband loves spicy things. Mm-hmm. So, for both of us, receiving gifts is our last one. Mm-hmm. I'm 7% and he's 10. We both don't care really, mm-hmm. I guess, tangible things. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really care so much about getting things at all. But, like, for instance, I was at Costco and I saw that they had this sweet chili Thai sauce and I was like, oh my God, he's going to love this because mm. like he loves to have like like sauces and dips and stuff with his food mm. and I know he likes spicy so he's going to get this, he's going to love it, whatever. And I brought it home and I was like, babe, I got this for you. And he was like, okay. And See? I was like, what do you mean? Okay. I was like, mm. I thought that you'd love it and mm. whatever. And he was like, yeah, like I'm sure I will, but like it's not, ta- it's not received the same way. Yes. Same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I get more excited. I love being able to give gifts mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. I don't like to get them. I think I'm both. So, like, last year, my nephew turned five in mm-hmm. April mm-hmm. during quarantine at first, and he loves cotton candy. So, I went to Dollarama. I got him, like, enough cotton candy, like, things, containers mm-hmm. to make a little tower, and I was going to put it on the front door, mm-hmm. and I colored a dinosaur picture for him. And I was like, he's going to love this. Mm-hmm. And he opened the door, and he was like, Thanks. Cool. And it almost hurts my feelings 
he's five and mm. I know he's not hurting my feelings, but like I get so excited to give it to people mm. that when their reaction is less than like mm. excited, it hurts me. Mm. But then I have to remember, that's maybe that's not their love language. Mm-hmm. I was the same way, because I would bring the home those things from the grocery he, grocery store, and he'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah. And I'm like, like what? I thought of you. Yeah, I went I on knew- my way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to bring this home for you. <laughs> but, like, that's not, that's not fair for me to say, like, why don't you right. appreciate this? But I don't think, again, before really knowing about love languages, mm-hmm. I would just be really upset. Like, mm-hmm. why didn't you appreciate that, you know? Mm-hmm. It says, um, this is my last point on receiving gifts, but it says, a missed birthday anniversary or whatever, a thoughtless gift, can be damaging. For me, it is extremely damaging. Yeah. We, I am not going <laughs> to, yeah. I won't get into it because I don't want to be, I don't need to be spiteful. But Valentine's Day this year, we talked a little bit briefly. Mm-hmm. He... And I, this doesn't, I'm not trying to talk shit, but, like, that missed day really hurt me. Yeah. Because I did talk about it quite a bit beforehand. And for me, sure, maybe that's a, a Hallmark, Hallmark holiday, but for me, it's just one of those things. And, like, if you had missed, I'm not big on my birthday either, but if you had, like, if he had just not gotten me anything right. for my birthday, I'd be like, um, excuse me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, those missed holidays really do mean something to me right doesn't mean like just yeah. because it it just because it hurts like it's hard to explain it might not be important to you but if your partner's love language is that and that is gonna like be damaging to them and it's gonna you're gonna mm-hmm. feel upset because your partner missed that holiday i think then it's, just just do it yeah but like communicate that and i feel like at that time i was communicating it it just yeah. wasn't being picked up because that's not his love language right <laughs> but and i and i think that's the thing like no matter what, it takes work. Mm-hmm. Whether your love language is the same, mm-hmm. it's probably easier. But mm-hmm. if your love language differs, mm-hmm. it's work. Yeah. It's always going to be work, but it's the healthy kind of work. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, it's the right kind of work to put into a relationship. Yeah. Because in my head, I was like, well, you know, you went to the grocery store. How hard was it to pick up the, f-, you know? Right. But in his mind, he's just like, oh, it's just a Hallmark holiday. Yeah. Which, honestly... I know you know this grinds my gears a little bit. I like Valentine's Day. Why not just why not just love on somebody a little extra? I know. Why not? But that's how we feel. And our partners may feel differently. Mm. And that's okay. Like, okay, for instance, I don't know, maybe this I don't know which it probably falls into receiving gifts, but like for my birthday, I love my birthday. Yes, you love do. my birthday. <laughs> maybe I just love holidays, but I love my birthday. And do you remember we were hanging out the night before my birthday? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I felt like my husband had the opportunity when we when I was not home mm-hmm. to go and get whatever he needed to get, whether it was a card or whatever for my birthday. Mm-hmm. But he went out the morning of my birthday mm-hmm. and I was really upset by that. Mm-hmm. But when he came home, he came home with flowers and he's like, well, I couldn't get these yesterday because like one, you would have saw them and two, like I didn't want to get them before. But to me, I'm like, why did you have to wait until my birthday? Mm-hmm. Because to mm-hmm. me, it almost feels like Thoughtless. you forgot about it, and now you yep. have to go out quickly and get it because yep. you didn't think about it prior. The description said thoughtless yeah. gift. Like a hasty, thoughtless gift yeah. was the description. Yeah. In your mind, you're like, you, you, this isn't thoughtful. Right. You didn't put the thought into it. So even though that's not my top love language, mm-hmm. it's still like, damn, dude. Well, everyone still has a little bit of each love language. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, just because it's your lowest doesn't mean, like, you don't you care don't about care. it. You don't care, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. Like, it's just those little things, right? Mm-hmm. Those little, like... My three, so, okay, so those are, my top one was physical touch, my lowest one was receiving gifts, which I think are, it's funny, I feel mm-hmm. like I almost need to retake the <laughs> yeah, test, because I'm, I'm not quite sure, but my, the other three, the acts of service, quality time, and words of affirmation for me were all, all 20%, same. exactly Dang. the same, even. Dang, mm-hmm. no. My quality time is 27, words of affirmation is 20, and obviously, 
acts of service was the first mm-hmm. one. My husband's the same as you, though. Physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, 23%. Mm-hmm. Acts of service, 20. Receiving, 10. I don't know. I just think it's so interesting how, like, this is a thing. I think it's so interesting that mm-hmm. people can love, can receive love differently mm-hmm. than one another and give love differently than one another. Mm-hmm. And I think it's constant work to feed that love language mm-hmm. and be aware of it. Mm-hmm. Like, be mindful of, like... And that takes time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen overnight. You're no. not, you don't just hear, oh, my wife likes receiving gifts. But- I'm just going to change my mind. (laughs) Also, it's communication. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't know that that's a love language, Mm -hmm. right? Like, for my husband, he probably didn't know that doing the dishes was love language. He was just like, yo, my wife is insane, and she gets really upset if I don't do this. Yeah. You know? But for you, it means more a deeper thing. Right. Than just doing the dishes. So now he knows this, and he'll say, like, you know, if I come home and he's starting the dishes, starting dinner, he'll be like, I know that you were really tired last night, and I knew you probably wouldn't want to come home and do this, Mm -hmm. so I did it. To me, I'm like, that is... Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my love language is fed. Your love tank I'm, is full. Yeah, it is full 100. today. What are we doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's funny. Um, my ex, His next top one was access service as well. So similar to you. Mine was 20, so we're not that far off. Yeah. But thinking back on that relationship, I know I've said to you before, like, you would get upset if, like, I said I was going to do the laundry and I didn't do it. Yeah. I, I said, can yeah fully relate. Yeah. yeah. I didn't understand, like, why are you getting so mad at me? Yeah. But that's because, like, he would be like, well, you said you were going to do it, and, like, why didn't you do it? And now I'm looking back and I understand, like, that was something that he just, like, he would have appreciated. If mm-hmm. I had just done it, he would have been like, that's awesome. Like, thank you. Even if, and this, because this is the same with us, even mm-hmm. if you didn't say, if you didn't say you were going to do it, mm-hmm. and then you didn't do it, mm-hmm. is better than you saying you were going to do mm-hmm. it and then not doing it. And I didn't register that. Yeah. And I'd always be like, oh, baby, like, tonight, like, I'll fold the laundry. And then I would get home tired from work, and I'd be like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. And then... I'm the queen of that, especially, Same. specifically laundry. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why, but I hate putting it away. And I've learned this even, like, coming, moving back home. Like, I'll do my own laundry and I'll sit in a basket for fucking oh, yeah. four days. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> but looking at this now, I'm realizing that's where we differed. And I know, I, like, there was other, obviously, other elements mm-hmm. to what was going on in our relationship. But that did upset him. Yeah. And that's because I wasn't taking that into consideration. Like, for him, doing that when I said I was going to do it yeah. would have really improved. So when I first, when my husband and I first started living together, this goes back to not like to just assuming that your person knows. Yeah. Um, I would just say like, well, the laundry basket was full. Why wouldn't he just do the laundry? Mm-hmm. The dishes were, the sink was full. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he just do the dishes? That's or not dinner need to be made. Why didn't he just do dinner? And it took a lot. It took a bit of time for me to realize that, like, okay, maybe that's unrealistic of me to expect that, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't unrealistic of me to expect that. It was unrealistic of me to expect that without communication. Mm-hmm. So then, when I said I appreciate when you do these things, mm-hmm. it started happening more frequently. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, like, dude, I'm not a mind reader. If you want something, you got to tell me. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy to help you. And I but think- you got to tell me. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not just trying to stereotype stereotype this, but I feel like women, especially, we just expect yeah, that our men are just going to know. Absolutely. Like, why can't you read my mind? Right. Why don't you know that I wanted you to clean those dishes? Right. Why do you know? Why didn't you take out the garbage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I was fully capable of doing those things too. Absolutely. <laughs> I am too. It's just better when you do. <laughs> <laughs> but like, those are things that I needed. There was a lot of things that we needed to communicate better in that relationship. So I can now reflect on like what that relationship was mm-hmm. like and where we went a little bit wrong, whereas you are in your marriage and you're saying, like, we're still learning. Yeah, we are. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. We're still learning. Mm-hmm. We've lived together for four years mm-hmm. and we still are, like, trying to navigate it, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like, like you should never, like, 
then you're always going to be navigating. Like, I don't think you ever get to a, a plot, like, a place where, like, you just know everything. Right. <laughs> it's true. Even, like, okay, when it comes to dates, sometimes I'm like, why doesn't he take the initiative to plan a date? Yes. Is that considered an act of service? Or quality time. Or is that time? considered quality time? Maybe both. But that's true. Either way, they're top two that for me. That is so true. Yeah. It's like, why... I, I always say, like, let's go on a date. Hallie, I cannot tell you the last time we went on a date. And no one's fault. Mm-hmm. Even prior to COVID, we weren't big mm-hmm. on going on dates. Mm-hmm. Like, we were more like, let's just stay home and chill, you know? I think the hard part about that um, is tr- when you're living with someone, and I learned this quickly, is that you just get comfortable and you yeah. just think, oh, like, oh, let's just sit at home yeah. or, and, like, not look good. And after we separated, we've together have reflected a little bit on what happened in the past. And when we were... Uh, this time last year, before COVID happened, mm-hmm. like I think I've talked about before, we used to do date night. Yeah. So we put it literally on our calendar. calendar. Yeah. Every other week, we did date night. And for us, that was really feeding our love languages, like on multiple on levels. Because for him, he was receiving that quality time. For me, I was receiving a little bit of gifts. Mm-hmm. And we were both doing acts of service. So, for example, one, it was always Friday night. So if it was my Friday night to pick the date, he would pay. In the opposite for the next, in the next two weeks. Right. So if it was his turn to pick the date, I would pay. So we get a little bit of both. And I think for relation, like that was the one, one of the very good things that we did that I'm very proud of. And Mm -hmm. I hope I will carry with me and and try to do that also again. But I think that really helped us like separate that time. Because when you live together and you're married, I see with my parents. My parents go on, my parents don't go on dates. Yeah. And I, I also, like, I would say to my husband, I want to go on dates. Not that that's something we need to do all the time, mm-hmm. but, like, I want us to just be present in that moment and mm-hmm. not be sitting, like, if we, like, sit down to watch a movie, mm-hmm. I cannot think because I'm, like, I know that I need to be doing something else while I'm here. I know right now that, house. like, the bed's not made mm-hmm. or I know right now that our laundry's overflowing or whatever it and may honestly, be. I always would fall asleep watching movies. Same. It's not much of a date night. Like, same. I mean, <laughs> I do at the movie theaters, too, so it's no different than at home, but... I just, I think, like, I don't, I, I would always say to him, like, I don't ever want to become complacent. Like, I want mm-hmm. to still go out and and do these things that, like, bring yeah. us a little bit of joy. I think people forget to date each other. Mm. Like, and, and we always talked about that in the beginning of that relationship. We always said, like, don't stop doing the things that made you fall in love. Unfortunately, we did stop doing those things because life just got hard. <laughs> yeah. But that's something that we always wanted to continue. We failed. <laughs> but... I think that was a good philosophy to have. Right. We should, like, you know, you should always still date your partner. Date your person. Because yeah. in he, <clears throat> afterwards, like I said, we've been reflecting on that relationship quite a bit. And we said, you know, we stopped taking care of ourselves. Yeah. Like, not like taking me taking care of him and him taking care of me. We stopped doing that as well. But, like, he said to me um, after the relationship ended and we were joking and just kind of reflecting, he said, you know, leggings are an outfit. <laughs> And he said, I don't they mean, are. he's like, I don't mean for that to sound mean, yeah. but he said, you know, when was the last time you put on jeans or when was the last time you dressed up and like made yourself feel good? When was the last time you put on heels? And I said, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, you're right. I'm wearing leggings out and you're right. Like, yes, I do love to wear leggings as an outfit, but you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. I don't dress up. I don't do my hair. I don't put makeup on yeah. anymore. And those are things that make me feel good. Right. And we've stopped taking care of it. Like, the weight we gained alone in the relationship shows that, like, we just let ourselves go. And that makes me sad to, like, look back on and be like, we just, like, stopped caring. Doing those things. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know, like, if it was me, I wouldn't look back and say, like, oh, like, you know, I feel like I failed because I feel like you didn't. 
I feel like you learned a lot through this. Mm-hmm. Not that you've, like, maybe your relationship isn't still what you always had hoped it would be. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're not still in that relationship. But I don't, I think it's healthy to say, to look back and say, you know, like, we have these love languages. And maybe mm-hmm. that's where we didn't hit the mark. Yeah. You know? In a lot of ways. Not that I'm a shitty person or you're a shitty person or mm-hmm. what happened with, you know, is because one of us is right or one of us is wrong. Is like, we didn't, we didn't know how to love each other <laughs> properly. Yeah. And that's a huge thing, I think. We didn't... Com- and that's the one thing is, like, I think couples should... Like Meg said in the last thing, you need to communicate yeah. these things. And we only started doing this at the end of the relationship. When it was too late, almost. When we had too much going on in our own heads yeah. to actually be like, we need to do this for each other. Yeah. I think I was talking about it really early on in the relationship, and I tried to, like, bring it through. But sometimes it's times like this where you take a step back mm-hmm. and you're like, shit. This is where we went wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Yeah. I think it's better now. Hindsight is 2020. Better late than never, they say. <laughs> Hindsight is 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I I think it's so prevalent. And I think it's something that, like, every single person, mm-hmm. whether you are single or in a relationship mm-hmm. or married or... You know what? Even as a parent. I'm not a parent. Mm-hmm. But maybe my love language will change when I'm a parent. Probably fucking not. Depending on, like, seeing how my number one is active service because I'm going to need somebody to help <laughs> me out once I have a kid. But, like, <laughs> maybe that changes over time. Maybe that's something that's constantly changing. It's not a one, like, mm-hmm. one size fits all. Right? Yeah. And I think that as long as you're open about that and you say, like, this is how I want to be loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I- my husband is the one who had to teach me to be open and communicate things because prior to that, I was like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. I think what's cool about this love nod job and the, what's cool about love languages is that, like, there's very specific exam and they seem like self-explanatory but maybe you don't notice it until you actually like look at them mm-hmm. and i think i've read the book and i think it actually is very very useful and if anyone can get their hands on the book i think it's really good for you to read yeah um and it, it doesn't help you just understand your partner it helps you really understand yourself yeah which is really big we've talked about like how you need to know you right first but it's really cool because in this app you can make goals which i talked about briefly before and if you go in and, like, you know that your partner's top love language is physical touch, it gives you all these, like, little things, like... What to do. Holding hands, stroke their hair, stare oh into God, their I eyes. <laughs> I wouldn't stare in A long hug, rest your head uh, hand on their back or, like, touch their back, sitting close to them, hugging, doing, like, a secret handshake together. Like, those moments mm. of, like, physical touch, which maybe go over your playing footsie even a lot of those make me want to throw up so that's why it's number seven or seven percent for me yours was acts of service okay so walking the dog for me and him that would have been big because sometimes he'd be like well why didn't you you know like i'm tired like Mm -hmm. i know we're both tired there's a lot of things in that sentence that i just said that had issues but um yeah he'd be like well why don't you want to walk the dog with me because sometimes i'd be like i don't want to yeah for him he was like well girl what like yeah why um, filling up the car with gas. For me, that's, I love that. <laughs> I love that. But I'm the only one who drives that car, so. Um, vacuuming the house, like you said today. Oh, yeah. That's part of access service. Um, making dinner, helping with errands, mm-hmm. getting groceries, breakfast in bed is also an access service. Yeah. Um, emptying the dishwasher. Yep. We used to fight about that one check, all the time. Check, check, Taking out the trash. Picking up dry, dry cleaning. I would say just, like, laundry. Yeah. Letting your partner sleep in. I was evil with that because I'm not someone that sleeps in. Yeah. And I used to always be like, hi, it's Wake morning up. time. <laughs> Why are you not out with me doing things? Really? But, yeah. Oh, I was always like that. Even from like when we first started dating. Yeah. I remember like waking up in his bed 
in the city that he, we, he was living in and just being like, hi, like, wake up. I'd like poke him like, hi. That's so funny. It's time to get up. I'm I don't always like, like that. We oftentimes don't wake up at the same time and he'll, he'll close the door so that the cats stay out so I can sleep so that they mm-hmm. don't bother me or the other way around. I I don't close the door because when he's in here, the cats just meow for him. They don't like me as much, so it's oh not God. as big of a deal. Anyway, what was on. another big one? I can't remember. Well, my second one was quality time. Okay, for quality time, trying a new restaurant together, go to bed at the same time, um, walking the dog together for him. That was a big one, and I never really, yeah. you know. Um, date night, uh, movie night, distraction-free listening, uh, making... Oh my god. I'm the worst for that. What? Okay. I can see why this is number two for me. My <laughs> husband, if if I'm talking to him, I'm like, look at yes. me. Look me in the eye and tell me. Like, so I know you're Repeat listening. Repeat after me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, eye contact while talking. Um, taking a class together. Um, going on a road trip. Getting coffee together. You guys do that yeah, every we weekend. Do. Um, yeah, playing cards together. Playing board games together. All that kind of stuff. Isn't it crazy how you don't even realize in that moment? Like, What's in that moment. feeding the love yeah, language? Because, like, the other day I said to him, like, you know, we can't really go anywhere. But, like, I want to do something other than just sit here and watch a movie mm-hmm. together. So I said, do you want me to, like, get a puzzle or, like, a mm-hmm. board game or something for us to do? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but, but it's so simple and you don't even realize. I know. And before I left, I actually had bought three different games. Yeah, I, I bought chess, checkers. These sound weird things. But yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know how to play them, but I knew that he knew how to play them, so I thought it would be nice for him to try to teach me how to play them. That could be our quality time. And Scrabble. I've never played those games, and I thought he would like it. Unfortunately, we never even opened those boxes, Mm -hmm. but that was me trying to feed that That quality time love language. Yeah. Right? That was my attempt at being like, here's this, let's do this, let's do something different. Right. Unfortunately, we didn't get there, but... Good attempt. That was an example of me (laughs) trying to feed that. Yeah. The other one was uh, words of affirmation. I would have thought that this would have been higher on my list for some reason because I do love hearing nice things. For me, I really need that extra, like, confirmation. Validation. Validation, yeah. Um, so, like, a secret love note. He used to do that for me all the time. Like, there was times where he would um, go away for work for a couple days. And in the morning, he would, like, leave a note for me saying, like, oh, I love you. and I'll see you in a couple days. I hope you have a good couple days. Mm-hmm. Like, those were really meaningful mm-hmm. to me. Um, saying I love you. You said earlier that, like, you think it's too much sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even with my own husband, mm-hmm. before we got married, when we were first started, not first started dating, but, like, maybe a year or so into our relationship, and I think this stems from, like, not liking to say it to my parents, mm-hmm. but, or not hearing it sometimes from my parents, but um, every time he would hang up, every time he would say, I love you, and I would be like, why does, I literally just left, like, why mm-hmm. does he have to call, like, why is he saying this again? Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I know you love me. Mm-hmm. And when I asked him, he was like, well, what happens if when you're out, you were to get into an accident mm-hmm. or something? I don't ever want the last word that I say yeah. to you to not be I love you. That is exactly the reason that I do that as well. And I, we talked about this in the spirituality episode when I lost my friend Travis. Right. After that moment, there was not a single time that I have left any of my friends or my family really without saying bye, I love you. Yeah. I won't. I won't. And, and for my last relationship, like you said on the phone... Um, my ex-fiance had a habit before, um, before he met me, he had a very different life. And on the phone, he would literally not even say bye. He would just, like, literally yeah, hang, hang up. up. He would just hang up. For me, that was very insulting. Yeah. For him, that was normal. Right. 
I I actually did communicate this at some point. I said, listen, don't just hang up on me <laughs> yeah. anymore. I want I want to at least hear bye. Yeah. Like, don't do that anymore. Yeah. And we got into a pretty big fight about that. And you know what? He changed that. Right. Like, he never once, like, he after Didn't that, say bye. Didn't say bye or, like, I love you. Yeah. For me, that's very important. And I used to always say that. Like, I said, don't kiss me goodbye. Don't leave the house without kissing me goodbye or saying I love you. And don't hang up the phone without saying that either because you don't know. Mm-hmm. You, I don't want for you to drive to work, get into a car accident, and the last thing was a click of the phone and you right. didn't say anything bye to me. Right. See, I never used to think of it like that. And even now, like, I'll, every time I hang up, I'll say, like, I love you. Mm-hmm. But I probably wouldn't every time if he didn't do say it. that to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't do that. It wasn't important no. to you. Yeah. Like, you should just know I love you. That's how he used to think as you well. Know, He's like, like but how do you course, know that you know I, love I do? You. Yeah. If I was to die, would you think, I don't know if she loved me because she didn't say goodbye to me the last See? time I talked to her? Different love language. And that's how I always used to think. And he, my ex was the same way. He was like, even if I would say it a lot or I would say, like, hey, I love you, he's like, how do you know that I love you? I'm like, okay. But I like to hear it. Yeah. For me, I like to hear it. He'll tell me all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, one day he texted me at work and he was like, hey, just a friendly reminder that I love you. And I, I do was that like, all the That's time. so sweet. I used to do that all the time. Yeah. See? See? I did it to him the other day, though. I really... I was just like, I just love this guy. I'm going to tell him. But, like, anyway, carry on. We're still (laughs) words of affirmation, right? Words of affirmation. Another one that I was going to say, because um, kind of touches on what I just said, was staying in touch while traveling. For me, I'm happy for you to go out with your friends and go do whatever, but I need that communication while you're away. Mm -hmm. Because maybe it's my own anxiety. That's my own issues that I need to work through. But if I call you or message you and you don't reply for the entire day, I get really upset. Yeah. And maybe that's selfish of me. I don't think so. It's more like I want to know that you're safe. I want to know that you're okay. And he would be like, I'm with my friends. I'm like, I understand that, but I just want you to to update me. Right. You know, like, we made it here. I did this today. How was your day? Yeah. I I kind of expect constant communication. I don't need you to sit on your phone the whole day. I just need a little bit of communication. Type a novel with me, but... Yeah. And even... Yeah, just, like, throughout the day, I, I just wanted, like, little updates. That's See, I'm big like that. Like, same thing. I'll just say, just l- tell me when you're there and tell mm-hmm. me when you're leaving. Mm-hmm. And then if you text me in between then, cool. Mm-hmm. If you don't, maybe I'll say, hey, how's it going? But for but some people, that doesn't come naturally. No. They just think, I'm having my time. Why do I need why to? Why do I? Yeah. You know? I'm not doing anything bad. I'm not doing anything to hurt you. Yeah. I love you, but why do I need to, like, keep yeah. up with you yeah. right now? You know? Yeah. So that was, that's something that we always had issues with. Surprising with compliments. I am shit at giving compliments. Man, me too. I feel like he compliments me all day. Yes. <laughs> like, I walked out today, and he was like, damn, you look good. I was like, do I? <laughs> do I look good? But, like, it doesn't come naturally to me to be like, no. you look really good today. I am the exact same way. And, he, like, my ex is the same way. He always talks so highly of me and, like, would always say the nicest things. And, like, you know, he would always be like oh you're you look beautiful today like damn yeah like you just said like you look good today and i realized recently that i never really complimented him in the same way doesn't mean i don't feel those things for him it's just not it's not vocalized no i just was not good at giving those compliments i was not good at being like damn do not give compliments i don't even know how i feel uncomfortable same sometimes i feel uncomfortable receiving it too though yeah i agree me too but like i know sometimes he struggles with like Mm self-esteem maybe um, so I try to be aware of mm-hmm. like, you know, like you look really nice today mm-hmm. or like you look really handsome today. Mm-hmm. 
it doesn't come natural doesn't to come me, but now. it doesn't mean I don't feel that way. Obviously, I think he looks, like, yes. handsome all the time. Exactly. It's just not natural for me to be like, you look mm-hmm. good, dude. We agree there. Yeah. The same way. <laughs> um, one last one that I'll bring up for this category was complimenting on social media, which I think is... So, Does I'll explain. Uncomfortable? No. For me, I'm opposite is... I wanted him to show me off on social media. I wanted him for, like, ugh, for the whole relationship. I wanted that, like, really cute post of, like, here's my girl. Yeah. Like, look at her. Yeah. Posted pictures of our dogs. Yeah. Dog. But never me. Even when we got engaged, mm-hmm. he did not post a photo that we got engaged. Right. For me, that was deeply insulting. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't mean for it to be deeply insulting. I know that that was not his intention. Right. He said, oh, but you've posted all over your social media and, like, all of our friends follow each other. Like, they know. Yeah. And I thought, well... So? So? Like, I want to be complimented, too. Yeah. I want to be shown off. I'm showing you off. That was deeply so true. hurtful for me. But I see that on his side, he men are not into social media. You know? Like, he just yeah. thinks, oh, it's just a picture. It's just social media. I... Absolutely agree, actually, because he'll compliment to me all day long. Mm-hmm. He'll text me, he'll tell me in person, whatever, but mm-hmm. then, like, if it comes to, like, my birthday, and my birthday... Is big for you. He he does now, mm-hmm. but, like, one time I was, like, your friends post for their girlfriend's birthdays, like, why don't you post for mine? And mm-hmm. he's, like, I just don't even really use it. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, well, use it today. <laughs> I know. And it, I, I, like, I feel <laughs> selfish you, saying yeah. that. But it's true. It, it feeds my love language. Yeah. It makes me feel good. And I just... I was always really sad that, like, he really didn't show me off. Mm-hmm. And that, and I don't mean for that to shit talk him or to say that he never did. Right. to his friends and family, he always talked so like, highly online. of me. Yeah. But I would have loved a little post being like, I just got engaged. Yeah. That never happened. Yeah. He, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That would have been a lot. Or, like, even, like, I don't like my birthday, but for him to be like, it is my girl's birthday today. Yeah. Like, look how pretty she yeah. is. Yeah, he's that there meant- now, but, like, it took a couple years. <laughs> that would have meant a lot to me. Yeah. Looking back on it. Mm-hmm. Wild. Because I did that for him. Oh, yeah. His birthday, I uh, I posted, I was, like, like, seven pictures. Yeah. I'm like, this is from this year, yeah. this year, this year. I think I posted, like, eight photos of me and him, or just him. Just him, even. Yeah. Not even with me. Yeah. It. it was like, I just love this goofy photo of yeah. you. And for me, like... I understand. If it's not your love language, if it's not the way that you're going to express love, fine. But, like, where do we meet in the middle? The the majority of the top, like, ten, nine photos is literally me and him. Really? Before I deleted all of my photos because of our breakup being a little bit messy in in the beginning there, from... I'm going to go to his. From 2019, November 2019, every photo between now and then was me and him. Not one of just me. Not one. Every single one. Yeah. I don't know why it says he only has 14 posts, but I'm in all of them now. <laughs> he deleted the other ones, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But that, it wasn't like that prior to me, so. That was important to me. And, maybe, like, I feel a little bit, I do feel selfish saying that because it's just social media. People were like, oh, it's just social media. But, but for that's me, a highlight reel. Yeah. But for me, that, like, that would have meant a lot. Hero- yeah been engaged for a year feels longer probably because he's annoyed with my shit but still and i yeah i agree i don't know that was that was a hard one for me to swallow and it it does make me feel stupid saying it but on the other hand like that would have just fed my love tank a little more yep for sure what did we not cover yet i think we did all of them oh like just the examples of receiving gifts would have been like a homemade gift or surprising with your favorite snack like i used to do um, sometimes specifically oh. remembering birthdays and holidays is very important, right? Yeah. Surprise flowers. 
surprise notes, surprise coffee, surprise souvenir. So if they were to like travel, they're going to bring something back for you. Um, making like baking cookies, like doing something little like that. Like I used to always do that. I used to be like, he loves these cookies. I'm just going to make yeah. them. Yeah. I think once you know your love language, how you give it and how you receive it, mm-hmm. it's just being mindful. That's the whole thing yeah. is being mindful and communicating yeah. it. Being like, this is what makes me feel good. I would really appreciate if you did this because that's going to make me feel loved. Right. Not that I don't feel loved, but these are going to make me feel more loved. It's going boost the, it. Yeah, in the way that I appreciate love. Mm-hmm. Because clearly me bringing home your favorite ginger ale <laughs> is not the way that you want to receive right. love. Right. So help me. Help you. Mm-hmm. Help, like, help me mm-hmm. love you better. Mm-hmm. Build that stronger. Yeah. And if yeah. it's something that I need to work on to be better to make you happier, that's another part of, like, the contradicting love advice. Do you work on that? Yeah. Funny, because I just read a thing that said marriage is hard, divorce is hard, choose your hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Okay. So, if you don't know your love language, I highly encourage that you either A, download the Love Nudge app and take the quiz, or B, buy the book or rent the book or <laughs> find the book online on Audible Book for the five love languages. Yeah, even just it. go on Pinterest. Yeah. Literally type in love languages. It will give you so much information, although I recommend that you do the quiz so you know what you're looking this at. This is what you should do because we're trained professionals. <laughs> this is what you should do. You should have a date night with your person and just... Figure out your love languages mm-hmm. if you don't already know them. Caution. Or do the quiz. Mm-hmm. Do the quiz. Mm-hmm. See what the top is. And then mm-hmm. have a date night where each of you do mm-hmm. one thing or mm-hmm. something that feeds in. Unfortunately, men <laughs> tend to be resistant to the quiz. Oh, yeah. Like, my ex really... The first time I tried to get him to do it, we were pretty early on in the relationship. And he, like, literally had a panic attack. He was like, I don't want to do this. But yeah. it was, like, the 50-question one. Yeah, the long-ass one. So if you go to the Love Now job, it's a short... It's 30 con- questions. Yeah, it's a condensed version easy (laughs) but they're like 30 really easy quick questions Mm -hmm. like i just got my husband to do it right before now but if we had done the actual like 50 question long ass paragraph ones he'd have been like fuck no Mm -hmm. figure it out yeah we're not sponsored by the app but at this point we should be just download love nudge it's easier yeah and it gives you like cool cool little tips and if you share it with your partner you can like work on your relationship together through this app and learn who doesn't want to work on their relationship (laughs) okay so exciting is in may we're hoping to have guests on yeah we found two guests we're gonna try and figure out this zoom shit because (laughs) we live in ontario and that about is all you need to know about why (laughs) um but may is mental health awareness month and obviously that's something that's really prevalent (laughs) right now in both of our lives Mm -hmm. so we thought that it would be fitting with everything going on in the world and our own relationships and our own lives to kind of focus our whole month on mental health. Mm. Mental health in and of itself and mental health in relationships. Yeah. So. (laughs) I'm personally sorry that all of our episodes lately seem to be, like, full therapy sessions, but I hope. I'm not sorry. I hope that, okay, okay, yeah. (laughs) I hope that someone is listening and, like, relating to what we're feeling, what we're saying, because we're on, right now we're on very different spectrums, right? Yeah. I just left something that was very hard for me to leave, and I'm learning about myself very deeply, whereas, like, you're going through it in a marriage, and you're still learning about yourself very deeply. Absolutely. And, like, yeah, maybe we're not the fucking comical relief that you need right now, but, like, we're not living a comical life right now, you know? We're not laughing. We're not laughing. (laughs) But I think this is real stuff, and Mm -hmm. I think that maybe, yeah, maybe it is a little bit, like, heavier than people... (laughs) 
thought they were getting. This is heavier than we thought we were getting. We thought we were just gonna... We thought we were, like, fucking hilarious (laughs) and that this was just gonna be so funny. But we are on different spectrums, and we are going through similar yet different things. And I think it's healing. Absolutely. And it might be healing for someone else to hear as well. Right. Because I So don't say sorry. Yeah, you're right. I take it back. I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Shove it down. Shove it down. (laughs) But... Yeah, it, like, I listen to podcasts where I hear things in, like, relationship, not even just, like, advice, but people talking about their relationships, and I can relate, and I'm like, it feels so nice to not feel, feel alone. alone. Yeah. 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 I think sometimes, okay, I think mental health is isolating. Mm-hmm. Huge. I think mental health in a relationship can still be isolating mm-hmm. and can be hard. Sorry. Can be hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. So why not talk about it? Mm-hmm. And, and if you can get yeah. something from it, we're so happy that you mm-hmm. can. And if you don't, Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you thought that this was going to be different. Especially but... for people our age, mm-hmm. which I feel like we have a big following of people like our, our age, age. yeah. Where the generations above us don't understand mental health for right. the most part. Yep. I'm not saying that they don't at all. Um, it's not as widely accepted with the generation exactly. above us. And we want to promote that it is something that can be accepted. It's normal. I think my big thing has always been like, I always want to make people feel like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I always want people to know that, like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Remove the stigma from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you anyway. You feel however you want to feel. Yeah. No one can tell you how to feel. Right. <laughs> if you listened all this way <laughs> and you're enjoying it, let us know. And um, we'll be back. <laughs> First, remember to follow us on Instagram, <laughs> mypology.podcast. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be Apple, Spotify, I don't know where else you listen to podcasts, but <laughs> wherever, it, wherever it is, we're happy to have you. Other than that, we'll see you next month. Mm-hmm.